Hey friends, it's Mr. Jim, and welcome back to Kid Short Stories. If this is your first time, welcome to the family. We are the podcast that turns your ideas into an amazing adventure every single day. You know, we couldn't even exist without imaginations from kids just like you. So if you have an idea for a story, I'd love to see it. Check down in the show notes below for how you can submit your own story idea and maybe we'll turn it into an awesome adventure. And parents, if you're new to kids podcasting, I want to challenge you to listen to podcasting for five days in a row with your kids. It's going to increase their imagination, decrease screen time, and we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. Are you guys ready for today's adventure? Me too. Let's go. The magic flute that had fallen from the sky with the sudden rainstorm was held tightly in Louis's hands. At the end of the last episode, we saw that he was now inside the dark building of the reptile exhibit. The one he was most excited to see and was now playing that magic flute. When he had played it before, rain had stopped, giraffes had danced, and... Tigers had talked and been let out of their cage for a snack, uh, so he was curious to see what would happen with the reptiles. The notes of the music touched the glass exhibits lining the walls. They began to shimmer and move like water. Louis thought they looked like waterfalls, and he wondered if they acted like them too. He got his answer when the first snake poked its head through. The boa constrictor slid out, head first followed by the rest of his enormous, ginormous, scaly body. It slithered itself to the middle of the floor and stopped, watching Louis play the flute. He was afraid to see what would happen if he stopped playing. As the music flowed out of the instrument, more snakes began to join the boa constrictor. They slithered through their now watery barriers and stopped next to the boa. Louis grew nervous as ten, yes, ten snakes slithered and hissed in front of him. He stopped playing when the big boa lifted its head and stood up as tall as it could, opening its mouth. Let's go! A one, two, one, two, three. The snake began singing a jazzy a cappella. He was singing. As the boa constrictor sang, the other snakes sang the harmony. But the snakes didn't need the tune of the flute. They sang their own melody. Louis laughed in delight. <laughs> this is hilarious. I wonder what the crocodiles will do, he thought and then played his flute toward their enclosure. The crocodiles heard the tune and grabbed some sticks before, oh my, making their way out towards the music. (laughs) Then they waited for the turtles next door to join them. The crocodiles took their sticks and began using the turtle shells like washboard instruments. (laughs) Louis began walking and led the way, and the reptiles followed closely behind. They played their music together, marching through the dark building. As they marched, 
through toward the end of the reptile enclosure, the lizards joined them, including the Komodo dragon, who began to play a kazoo. What? Where did it get a kazoo? The snakes continued to sing while the other reptiles played music alongside Louie's magical flute. Louie led them out of the reptile exhibit and into the sunny outdoors. The sun warmed up the cold-blooded creatures and they played even louder. The other animals cheered and shouted, dancing along as they marched by. Everything was going great until Louie tripped and... Oh, and dropped the flute. Oh, no, he cried as the flute tumbled out of his hands and flew into the pool of a sea lion exhibit. The snakes stopped singing and began to hiss. The crocodiles put down their sticks and crawled back on all fours as the turtles scampered away to safety. The lizards ran about looking for places to bathe in the warm sun. Oh, dear. And the Komodo dragon ate his kazoo and lumbered toward Louie. Nice dragon, he said, backing away. The Komodo dragon's tongue flicked out of his mouth. It was very long, tasting the air for food. He continued moving toward Louie, which made him gulp. (gasps) Did the giant lizard think he looked like a tasty treat? He feared the worst. Louis bumped into a bench as he backed away. He was done for! The dragon was almost close enough to touch. And then... (gasps) The sound of a flute came from the exhibit next to him. The reptiles all froze and Louis whipped his head around towards the music. A sea lion was perched on the edge of the pool, holding onto the flute with its flippers and playing it. It played a beautiful, sleepy song. And as the music reached each of them, the reptiles began to yawn. Louis watched as the Komodo dragon turned around, following the crocodiles, boa constrictor, and other reptiles as they formed a straight line and headed back towards the reptile exhibit. The sea lion played louder as they went further away, making sure the music reached them. Louie tiptoed behind to make sure they all made it back to their enclosures. As each snake slithered in, the glass became solid again. The crocodiles stepped back into their habitats, along with the turtles and lizards, each in their own. The last one was the Komodo dragon. He yawned a ferocious yawn, all of his sharp teeth on display and curled up in a ball and fell asleep. (sighs) Louis breathed a sigh of relief as all of the reptiles slept safely back in the reptile exhibit. He made his way out and headed towards the sea lion. Thank you. You saved me. They're all asleep now. The sea lion listened as Louis spoke, stopping its flute playing for a moment. Can I have the flute back now? Louis asked. The sea lion shook its head, then played a single note. A sudden downpouring of anchovies and clams rained from the sky over the sea lion pool. 
A crowd of sea lions perched on the surrounding rocks. Arf, arf, arf. They were very excited and dove in after. The sea lion with the flute tossed the flute out of the pool and followed the others. Louis picked the flute back up. He wiped it off. Ugh, sea lion juice. Gross. And then put it in his back pocket. He had seen what it could do at the zoo today and decided he didn't need to let any more predators out. Instead, he walked around enjoying watching the zoo animals he hadn't seen yet. Last area was the monkey exhibit. Louis stood close to the bars as the monkeys swung in the trees and reached out at the people around him. He laughed at their shenanigans and then waved his goodbyes. The playful monkeys waved back. As he turned around to leave the zoo and head home, a monkey hand reached out and snatched the flute from his back pocket. Louis was exhausted as he exited the gates for the zoo. As he headed home, all he could think about was relaxing. He didn't realize that his back pocket was now empty and thought the single flute note that sounded was a car horn on the road in front of him. He didn't turn around and look at the zoo. Oh dear. So he didn't see the banana rain falling over the monkey exhibit. Wow, even though this is the end of this story, I think it's just the beginning of some incredible adventures that lie ahead with that magical flute. What do you think's going to happen next? I'm not sure, but that is a story for another time. The End Hey friends, I need your help celebrating your birthday. Drum roll, please. Happy birthday, Wernan, who's turning nine years old. Wernan has loved dinosaurs since he was two years old. Can name all of them. Wow, there's a lot of dinosaurs and you know all of them? Holy smokes! And loves playing video games. Oh, and also loves Mr. Jim's podcast. Wow, Wernan, I'm so glad we got to celebrate you and your big day on the show. Happy ninth birthday! Well, friends, I hope you all have a super duper day and I'll see you on our next adventure. Bye.